0: hey what's up y'all it's whitley and you're tuned into another wondering whitley session sorry if y'all watched the video or listened to the audio before this and like i just kind of ended immediately the bell rung and i was on a tight schedule and my class was coming in they was knocking on the door so i was like oh okay let me go <laughs> um but what's up y'all it is thursday i'm so happy because my school is a specialty school, so we're out for spring break next week, but my principal, she, she gets, I don't know how she gets to like call for extra PD days, but like she gets to put a lot more professional development days on the calendar. So tomorrow is a PD technically for teachers, but we won't have students on campus, which is like, I was up about that school today. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, let's rain, break, rain. But in the last video, I was just kind of talking about, you know, the essence of going above and beyond and what that may require of you and what other people may see in you and what they may gravitate towards, you know. Um, and one thing that I did want to touch on before I talk about my next subject is like, I'm just going to leave that video how it was. Um, is that like, Some things that may be a good idea doesn't mean that it's a God idea or a great idea. Like it doesn't mean that it's the thing that you should gravitate towards. And what I mean is though, is because like when you're highly motivated or you just kind of want to sink your teeth into a lot or you see things coming along. Like I used the example in the last video of my Spanish teacher asking me to help him plan for Cinco de Mayo i'm down for that but at the same time like that's something i want to do i had already just said earlier i was like you know i want to make sure you know next year we do something just as elaborate for hispanic heritage month which i think is like in the month of september it it flows through september october if i'm not mistaken please forgive me if that's wrong but it flows through two months and um, I said I, we would have to plan for that earlier and make sure that we're on it as soon as school starts. Cause it's like once you get into school, like the the month is started. But I was like, I would want to do something, you know, just as significant, just as memorable as we did for Black History Month, uh, just so like the students can, you know, it, we did have something we celebrate the whole month. Our teachers plan things. Um, but also just for them to have some type of keepsake as well. You know, it don't have to be as long or anything, but um, I just kind of want to do the same thing so that those parents, because my school particularly is like 50, 50 African-American and Hispanic. So, yeah. Um, So again, this may have seemed like a good idea But I had to be real with myself. Like I don't even had a mental, emotional or just really realistic time to give to helping you plan it. Now I can help put a dance in there, come up with something, you know, give me the song that you want, how long you want the dance to be. But outside of that, you know, I I can't be on the planning committee. I can't be helping you execute, not for this short amount of time, not for a whole program. Like that's not on my agenda. (laughs) So, um but anyways, and, and so I just encourage you to like, if you realize people start seeing your talent or where things that you're really efficient in or that you love to do, that you're discerning what projects, you know, that you can really handle and you can give your best integrity and intention to because everything that's a good idea, again, it's not a God idea. It's not a great Idea or opportunity, not because it's not good at all, but because maybe the timing isn't right, or you know, you just already got too much on your plate to really, you know, not stretch yourself then. But, anywho, um, uh, you can enjoy that conversation if you listened or watched that before this. Cool, if you didn't, you can go back for the full context of that conversation. But tonight, as we move into spring break, I just kind of want to wrap up my thoughts. So I don't, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and I've been put in on Facebook, you know, about two or three like teacher groups and it can be DFW teachers or worldwide teacher lounge. Like it's a lot of, you know, uh, teacher groups and I follow just a lot of teachers and a lot of crazy things been happening in this generation with students and you know I, I don't doubt that this has happened with every generation of students in certain schools like i remember when my my sister was about to go to high school she was leaving eighth grade my sister actually went to the middle school that i teach at but back then it wasn't a steam school and my mom went to her last parent teacher conference there and she was like uh, yeah, we not staying in this district because I don't want you to go to the next school for high school. Like, I need y'all to be focused. And so we moved districts even though we still stayed, you know, in the area. Um, So I don't doubt that the things that I'm seeing online now in these videos of students, you know, hitting teachers and just being wild and throwing chairs and getting real disrespectful, I don't doubt at all that this was going... in. On in the classrooms when I was younger. You know, um, it's just that social media is making things accessible and visible now to where like these videos can go viral. But I wanna say, in the past even two months, I've been seeing videos of schools and districts that are very close to, to ours, like neighboring schools, and crazy things are happening in the classroom and with teachers. And I'm like, now. I don't work at a school that's, like, back in the day it was super hood, but our principal don't play that. It's a totally different demographic, but we still have students who try to try it, but nothing like I'm seeing on these videos. But I, I would say, like, it's not far off base if we don't have a culture of some type of discipline, and that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about tonight uh, from, like, I'm talking about it from a teacher's standpoint. So don't click off the video if you're not a teacher and or a parent um, because you may still benefit from it. I'm going to tie it all in, hopefully on the end. But I just want to let my thoughts flow. And I, I think I touched on this a little bit, probably like in the past video if you're a frequent listener. So, you know, just bear with the examples. But I've had, you know, a lot like, I wouldn't say a lot but I have students who like who used to speak to me all the time who don't speak to me who like will pass by my classroom and it'd be sometime like sometimes they want to speak and it'll go a long period of time where they don't and sometimes it's a lot it's a, it's a lot of the seventh grade girls or the eighth grade girls it'll probably be like I probably had like one boy do that but I got to a point where I tell myself all the time, because as a teacher, I'll, I'll be, just as a human, I wouldn't even say as a teacher, like, of course I would want my students to like me. I'll be lying to say, oh, like, I don't care if these students like me. I don't care in a sense of like, I'm not here to be your friend. So when I say I don't care, it's like in that sense, like I'm not here to be your friend, like, Y'all wishy-washy anyway. I don't need no middle school friends. In that sense, I don't care. But as far as like an educator, like a a person who's there with you all the time and me just having a belief that I can't really teach a student who don't feel like I don't like them as a whole person, even though some of these students are not even my, like I don't even have them anymore at all. And I haven't had them all year. Uh, You know, I care about that sense. So, like when I would see the sometime or like the the attitudes, I used to take it real personal. Like, I'm lying. <laughs> I mean, this year because I just been on a new wave this year. Like, I haven't taken like i I haven't taken it personal in a sense that like I think about it. I think about it. I do think about it. I think when. I was still subbing. I took it very personal. So I try hard to like, just be like, to not be the super hard teacher that was always yelling or always snapping. And I don't have to yell that much. I do have to raise my tone because if it's 30 kids in the classroom and it's just me and they can't hear, have a seat, have a seat. I need a quiet line. Hey, now I got to put on my teacher voice, but just screaming for no reason. That's not really my style but you know people can have opinions on the outside looking in you know when you're a teacher you probably know that if you're watching this and you're a parent you know and you you know you probably beat up on yourself for disciplining your child and i don't just mean whoopings because i don't believe whoopings are an answer to everything but that's a whole other conversation but even just uh following through on your consequences taking away privileges Um, When you feel like you got to repeat yourself multiple times, enforcing the consequences that you said or, you know, just being that type of person who don't let nothing slide. And I think that's a lot of the reason too. these students will have an attitude with me because certain things that another teacher may let slide or let go. I don't let nothing slide. I don't let nothing ride. And the reason I do that is because I did, I went a long time, I've been in education for a long time, even though I've only been teaching middle school full time for two years. I've been in education and working with kids for a very long time. I subbed for three years before I was in the school. Like before that, I've been working with kids and I've seen how when you give kids an inch, they are gonna take 10 miles. It don't matter who you are. It don't even matter if they love you, like you, like your personality, want to come to your class, you know, during all these extra periods. Sometimes they want to come to you not just as an escape from other teachers just because you're the one who's going to let them do what they want. And they know they can't do what they want at home. They know they can't do what they want to the teacher down the hallway. They know that there is going to be rules to follow or consequences to be had you know, if they don't. And I realized that I feel like later than sooner, like dang, like I show these students respect, I show them this, I'm kind, you know, but here I am having to give a speech, don't take my kindness for a weakness because those same students who find me so likable have no respect for when I'm laying down the law. You know, and so I had to learn like, Whitley, you can be You can be kind, but you have to prioritize being about what you say you're about. And so you wanting to be liked has to come secondary to any kid that walks in your room or walks in your space or sees you in the hallway needs to understand you're the authority in the space first and wanting to be likable next to last, if at all. And I've said this in the video before: is that I rather be respected than liked, especially like when it comes to. Um, I was about to say raising kids, but sometimes that's what it feels like as a teacher. I rather be respected than liked, but I say that even about adults that I work with. I'm just in a place where I rather be respected than liked. Like, of course, I prefer both, but if I had to choose one, I'll choose respect and i'll choose respect because at the end of the day people can still disrespect people that they like that they think it's so kind so fun like let you do anything and still disrespect your boundaries because you don't really have any disrespect you know your space your rules because the the focus is on being likable and so i had to to break that and so for the past two years since I've been here, I've made a promise to myself like I'm going to be real adamant about being what I am what I say I'm about, about enforcing the consequences that I say out of my mouth. Um, I think if you go back to an episode before I was doing videos, I think I used this as an example last year, my vice principal, he's a man, and uh, I had kicked this student out of my class, and I will never kick a student out of my class, but he ticked me off and i think that day i was just not having it and he came in my room later he was like miss green he was like one thing about you because i'm listening to what you said and something you know i've came and observed before he was like you have a good rapport with the students he was like but based on what you're telling me too and what i've observed is that you'll you'll say something but he but he was like you'll After that, you give them more and more chances to make the same mistake instead of making good on your promise the very first time, they do it another time after your warning. So if you say you're gonna call a parent, you need to drop what you're doing and call that parent now. And he was like, it may seem like an inconvenience, but he was like, especially to these boys, like, but he was like, to all your students, he was like, if you say you're gonna do something, they need to feel that consequence immediately. Don't like weight. Don't forget. Drop everything right now and let them see that you're going to make good on what you said. And this is coming from a, a I feel like, yes, he was telling me this as a professional. But the way I heard it, too, was like, this is how you set boundaries in life, because imagine somebody, you know, imagine somebody telling you, you know, Oh, you, you can't do this to or you can't show up late. And, and, and if you show up late again, you know, you're going to be out of there. You're going to get written up. And something happens. It don't matter what it is, whether it's just common error or something really happening. you like, dang, I'm late. And then you show up and they do what they always do. They just kind of ignore it. They have an attitude. Or they're passive aggressive, but they don't follow through on a thing. And then some time passes, and then, you you know, you accidentally late again and you show up and they didn't follow through on what they said the promise was gonna be two times ago, you're gonna start to think naturally in your mind like, they're not serious about what they, you know, what they said, I'm I'm gonna keep being late, I'm gonna keep coming when I'm coming. Even if you're not trying it, you're gonna start getting comfortable again and maybe they was just talking, even if you don't think about it consciously, that's just human nature. So imagine kids who are still trying to figure out the world. They think they got it figured out at that age, you know, but they're going to test every boundary. Kids are made to test test boundaries. You ain't got to teach a kid to lie. You ain't got to teach them to be manipulative. Like that's where it starts. So if I'm not being intentional about enforcing consequences that I've set out of my mouth, And making an example out of students, if I got to, then they're going to keep on trying it. And I saw that a lot my first year. And I was like, okay, (laughs) okay. And it's crazy because we've been, we was testing all the last two weeks. And so because spring break coming up and they they haven't seen me, I was like, I guess they want to try me. So I had two classes where I had to stop and call two parents right on spot. And I'm like, I guess I gotta remind you how my class is (laughs) run, you know? Like I'm just as ready for spring break, but it ain't starting now, you know? And to to do that right then and then see the whole class tighten up and I'm not having that problem for the rest of the week and a half, you know? And I'm sharing this. Not you know if you a teacher you know you can look at it in a practical lens but the reason I got on here and talked about it is not just to complain about my job is because to me I remember before I started teaching full time one of the things that I was already working on was like I noticed about myself just as a woman who wanted to work on my growth is that I lacked boundaries and oddly enough like for me I use everything in life to be a reflection of what I can work on in my life and what showed me that the most was when I was a long-term sub at another middle school um I was a long-term sub for like ooh at least 6 months I had an after school program there everything and but those students showed me like I lacked boundaries and the fear I had about enforcing my boundaries was not being liked, not being the kids favorite, not, you know, them not wanting to speak to me. And I and, and because it, it felt like to me, oh, I'm not going to be that nice teacher that I know I am or that nice person that I know I am. But I also saw that get take advantage of a lot of times. I also saw myself get upset and and then get to the end of my rope where I'm snapping on kids because the boundaries are continuously getting crossed that I never articulated, that I never set. And of course, I didn't have any real tangible consequences. And when I looked at that, I realized wherever I go, there I am. I was the same way with men. And the guy I was dating at the time, I realized I don't have no boundaries. And when I when I do say something is a problem, I feel like I'm almost in tears or scared to bring it up to him, scared to correct him on things because I don't want to rock the boat too much or I don't want to like risk losing this relationship or him dipping out because I spoke up, like it translated. And sometimes we think that where we are. How we operate in one area is separate from another or how we operate in our relationships or how we operate here. And it's like, no, the saying is true that wherever we go, there we are. So if I'm not practicing boundaries here with kids and this is what I'm doing all day, 10 times out of 10, I'm also doing that somewhere in my relationships. And I was, when I was honest with myself, I'm like, I'm over here scared to speak up, scared to ask questions because I don't want to seem like I'm pushy or being too much or the girl that's not easy going. I'm scared to like really articulate myself or I do ask the question. I do speak up. But then if they put me on ice now, I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Like I like now I need to go apologize to them because. You know they giving me the silent treatment when it's like if they didn't like my boundary and now they want to try to give me the silent treatment to train me not to speak up for myself deuces like I didn't think that then. I didn't put two and two together and so I'm really having this conversation because I'm using the teacher perspective but if you're not a teacher and or if you don't have kids because the conversation worked the same but even if you're just a single woman you in a whole nother career hopefully this conversation could even bring awareness like am i somebody who cares more about being light than being consistent with what i want in my boundaries am i am i somebody who's scared to rock the boat in my relationship so i don't speak up and say things that i really want to say am i somebody who speaks up but then if they do it again, I don't really enforce the consequences. I'm not really going to walk away. I'm not really going to, you know, do what I said I was going to do. I'm going to say, you know, I've, I'm done with this part of the relationship. I've outgrown girlfriend, but I'm going to stay, you know, another couple of years because, you know, I don't want to give up all of I invested in him. Like, it happens. This, this, this comes up. In many different areas in our life, especially as women, because we're wired to be accepted, you know, regardless of what anybody else tells you, we wired to be accepted. We're wired to like be liked. We are wired that way. We're wired that way as people, but especially as women, because we're nurturers at heart. So when we feel like it's being reflected back to us that we're not that because somebody doesn't like the rules that we've enforced or the boundaries that we have, or they go a period without talking to us or ignoring us. We reflect that back. Maybe I did something bad, or maybe I was doing too much, or maybe I was too hard. And when you just break it down, it's like, okay, if this is the rule, and I know I said the rule, and they break this rule, and I said this is what I was going to do, and I did that, and now they mad at me and not going to talk for a month, Is that really going to harm them in the long run or is it going to teach them that one, I'm about what I say I'm about, I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And two, it's going to teach them in the long run to follow directions the first time and that there are consequences to not following the rules. That's a life principle. And sometimes like I'm not a parent yet, but sometimes I do relate teaching the parenting like I can imagine had I not noticed this about myself and I have a child, here I am apologizing to my child because I enforced the consequence that needed to be enforced. Now, I'm not saying don't ever apologize to your kids because sometimes that needs to happen. Like if you was out of line or if you was wrong about how you approached something or how you did something, but not wrong about like, no, like you earned the consequence you got, you earned me taking this game away. You earned me saying, no, you can't go to practice cause that's what you really want to do and you're failing. No, you earned, you know, you earned this thing. It may seem hard <laughs> on, on me and it may seem hard on you, but I rather you say you hate me in your head and slam your door and ignore me for some days. But you learn that you can't do just anything you want at any time and walk around like you got some dignity and respect about yourself and other people. Then me to raise somebody, me to be a teacher of somebody that you feel like you can go and be and do and have anything that you want at any time even if it hurts other people, or it gets in the way, or it disrupts a class, and now the teacher gotta take their focus off of everybody else who's ready to learn, because you wanna be the class clown, you know? So, that's really all I have for y'all tonight. I've been having that on my mind, because it is something that I think about, like I, I, an area that I struggle in still because this is something I've really adamantly worked on was like, dang, was I too harsh with that or did I do too much or, you know, and I'm, I'm like compared to what I could have did if I was abusive or if I wanted to, you know, do something else. Like I'd be hearing teachers at my school cuss at them students and I'm like, I'm not, I don't cuss at the students and not saying they bad because they, they may have that relationship. But I was like, I don't do stuff like that, but I am going to be very direct. I am going to be firm. I am going to be adamant. And if a student stop talking to me for months or a year at a time and they want to come back around, you know, once a year goes by, like, hey, nothing happened. Like, they didn't give me all types of H-E-L-L the year before. I'm fine with that because I'm fine with being the bad guy. But them knowing, OK, when I turn the corner, and I see Miss Green in the hallway. Let me not do nothing. I would rather that than them seeing me and feel like I'm going to do what I want anyway because I know she ain't going to say nothing. Like I can't be that person and I don't want to be that person in any area of my life or in any relationship because I'm used to being a nice the nice girl I'm used to letting stuff slide that I really did have a problem with I'm used to being afraid to speak up I'm used to being afraid of enforcing consequences because I didn't want to be seen as mean or irrational or uh, doing too much when it's like no like if I go down the highway speeding and the police catch me you know if they decide to let me go, that's their prerogative, but they also have a right to give me a ticket because I know the rules. I knew the speed limit. You know what I'm saying? If I run a red light and got one of those cameras and I get a ticket in the mail, like, I deserve that ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like, life life rewards us based on what we're putting out, and so consequences can be good or bad depending on what you're receiving back, but like, that's life. And I feel like for me as a teacher, it is my responsibility to also show the kids that, okay, if these are the rules, the school rules, the classroom rules, this is what you're supposed to do, but I'm not enforcing it because I don't want to be mean, like what life skill am I teaching them? And that's why we do have a lot of adults who are out here reckless or feel like they can do or say whatever they want without consequence, because it'll be parents or teachers who allowing them to do whatever. And that's where it starts. Look, these kids that I feel like are in middle school now are going to be the ones who are, you know, if you're getting social security, going to be signing your social security check. They're the next leaders. And so the generation before or generation, two generations ahead, I was saying these kids today always complain. It's like, well, who raised them? You know, they didn't raise themselves and that goes for the teachers the parents the village around them the neighbors the aunties the uncles you know they didn't raise themselves so it's like the generation before they pointing at the 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 generation they looking at when they need to be looking in the mirror so i think about the same thing like just being a mother of all and making sure that i'm a woman of my own integrity like I'm not afraid to speak up. I'm not afraid to be the bad guy if it means that this is not going to be a problem no more or if it means I'm not going to have my boundaries trampled all, of, all over for the sake of of being liked or for the sake of being students or my kids or you know a relationship or being a favorite of being the one that can walk all over and be the one who's down for whatever when I'm really not <laughs> you know so if this conversation was for you it was for you I know it's kind of very specific the examples that I'm using but I know that if you know if you're supposed to get something out of it you will and I'll see you on the next one